1: welcome to Armstrong in the Loop podcast. I'm your host Seth Prentice. We have a very special episode for you today as we're honored to have Dr. Elliot Smith, president of the Physicians Group from Butler Health Systems with us today. Dr. Smith, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to join you today, Seth. I want to respect your busy schedule and get to the questions, but I need to start off by thanking all of you at Butler Health Systems for everything you're doing during this pandemic.
0: Well, thank you and we appreciate the outpouring of support from the community. It's been great.
1: And I'm sure the community has some questions, and uh, as much as we wanted to make it a little basic, we tried to have some questions that might be a little less frequently asked that are still um, probably on people's minds that might be uh, beneficial from uh, your viewpoint, and hopefully we can answer those to that. Excellent. Sounds like a plan. Well, we'll start off here. Uh, Can patients come directly to the ER if they suspect that they have COVID-19, or do they need to call?
0: Uh, We prefer patients to call who have concerns relative to COVID um, so that we can meet them in advance. But certainly someone who's concerned, we have restructured our emergency department to be able to accommodate folks with those concerns immediately upon arrival.
1: Perfect. If I don't have a PCP, what is your recommendation in order to get tested?
0: Well about a year ago we um, stood up what we call our care center which is a um, you know essentially a call center that also has additional support with clinicians and so the recommendation that we've been putting out to the community who don't have physicians is that they call our care center and that number for the community is one eight three three six zero two 602 care and so that's one 602 2273 and there are folks there What we've been doing is we've been trying to align people with primary care providers that are geographically close to where they reside um, so that the results will go to someone who they may follow up with afterwards.
1: What symptoms should cause people to call and get tested? Have you noticed a common trait uh, that stands out from the rest of the common symptoms?
0: Well, you know, this disease, I think in the eyes of a, a lot of us clinicians, is a great mimicker. Um, it can cause a great number of of different symptoms, you know, ranging from no symptoms to, you know, critically ill. Um, some of the more common symptoms are, you know, persistent fever, um, fatigue, uh, cough, some shortness of breath. We actually are seeing a, a large number of people who present with diarrhea um, and not so much the respiratory uh, symptoms. So Um, They do seem to run the gamut, you know, of what people may have, which uh, makes it a little tougher to narrow things down uh, and provide that direction. But, you know, fever seems to be the big one. And so someone who feels uh, a fever and persistently feels that fever, that should be on the list because, um, you know, certainly the incidence and community spread seems to be picking up a bit.
1: Uh, What should I do if I come in contact with someone that has COVID?
0: Well, if you know they have COVID, you know, the the suggestion really at that moment would be to wash your hands immediately, you know, consistently been telling folks, you know, obsessive hand washing, you know, avoiding touching of the face. That's how a lot of this transmission occurs, where uh, someone would touch something that contains the virus and then they would wipe their nose or, um, you know, put their hand on their face and go ahead and transmit it that way. Um, So if you come in contact, you know, recommendations for someone who's been in close contact with a known COVID-positive person. And when we say close contact, what we generally mean by that is within six feet of that person uh, for somewhat of a prolonged period of time, perhaps five minutes or so. And then we would suggest that person, uh, you know, speak with their primary care physician and go into quarantine. The current recommendations from the Department of Health is a a 14-day quarantine. Most people who are exposed to COVID uh, are going to develop symptoms sometime between two and 11 days, uh, with the vast majority of folks getting symptoms within those first five days following exposure.
1: Wow. Uh, Is the hospital still open for other emergencies, such as cuts, uh, uh, non-related illness uh, symptoms?
0: Absolutely. We haven't missed a beat. You know, we've, we've done a lot of work here to make sure everyone in this building and the community is safe. We've done some adjustments um, for visitation and things of that nature that, you know, we're not used to doing. We certainly feel that, you know, family is part of healing and, you know, restricting visitation in the hospital is not something that we've ever done before. Uh, but we remain open and and, you know, full service for those that require care.
1: Uh, to follow up on that, are you doing anything for family members to see those that might be uh, in your hospital beds right now that normally would have visitors?
0: Yeah both Butler Memorial Hospital and Clarion Hospital, which are part of Butler Health System, have implemented uh, the use of you know cellular type devices, um, iPads, things of that nature that we uh, put patients in contact with family members on a routine basis. Uh, because we have postponed a number of elective procedures, things of that nature, um, what we have is some resources to be able to go ahead and meet with family um, and go ahead and put the family in contact with their, their loved one who's hospitalized here uh, virtually, much like you and I are doing right now.
1: That's fantastic. I I yeah. read and saw an interview with uh, New Jersey as they were trying to get devices to be able to offer the same thing. So that's quite amazing that you've already put that into place.
0: Yeah, you know, we've got some very talented IT people. Um, you know, they, they actually went through the system and stood telehealth up in record time. And simultaneously while doing that, they also uh, stood up this idea of, you know, virtual family visiting the, the patient in the hospital.
1: How is uh, your telehealth program? Uh, has it been successful for you? Um, do you see it becoming something that is going to be used more after the pandemic is over?
0: yeah i think that um you know this will very likely accelerate the adoption of telehealth through many physicians and advanced practice providers uh, moving into the future you know some people were somewhat reluctant to embrace the technology uh you know just based upon you know the um traditional way that we take care of patients and face-to-face visits Um, but certainly the pandemic has you know we've been on the forefront of trying to practice social distancing including keeping healthy people out of our offices um, to try to prevent them from getting ill from people who may be sitting across the hall from them. Um, so we did stand telehealth up across all of our network, um, as I mentioned in, in record pace and um, the adoption has been, you know, um, substantial. So I believe the first week um, the health system had almost a 2000 patient contacts through telehealth in, in one
1: week. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, How is Butler Health Systems adapting and practices besides this to help protect your employees in response?
0: Um, Fortunately, we've been out in the forefront. We've made sure that we've had, you know, personal protective equipment. Uh, We also, you know, went back and re-educated everyone on proper, you know, um, doffing and donning of those, uh, you know, personal protective equipment. We have, uh, you know, what we call PAPR, which is a powered air purifying respirators for Healthcare workers, we also have put in a number of policy measures, um, you know, just to protect staff and make sure everyone is appropriately supported. Uh, As of today, pretty much everybody in the building now wears a mask at all times, um, even not in direct contact with patients, just to protect ourselves from one another. And really following the guidance, you know, from the state of Pennsylvania and the governor's office, Department of Health that says, you know, if you're out in public, you probably ought to have a mask on.
1: Do you agree with that move that Governor Wolf made that the public should be wearing a mask even when going to the grocery store to get essential items?
0: We we call that source control. So if you're the person who isn't so sick that you're able to go out and about, but you are, in fact, infective and have the virus, um, the idea would be that you would cough or sneeze into your own Um, you know, mask that you'd have in place and you'd protect those who were around you from getting infected. So, you know, I I honestly believe, particularly in this community, one of the greatest things we've done is put in place this idea of social distancing. Uh, You know, early on, the models looked like we were going to be overrun. And, um, you know, I think it it looks as though, at least for now, we're still um, in, you know, significant um, ground where we have capacity. And we worry as a health system, you know, we don't want to run out of beds to put patients. We don't want to run out of ventilators uh, or medications or personal protective equipment for the staff. And really the most important thing folks can do is to keep that social distancing up and running. It's certainly very hard to do. um, But, you know, as we move forward, we'll, we'll take direction from the Department of Health, the CDC, you know, as to when we might ease up on some of those restrictions. So absolutely, I'm supportive of the masks. Uh, and supportive of the social distancing.
1: Uh, can people donate items such as protective masks, gloves, gear, anything that you might need there at the hospital system?
0: Yes, uh, the hospital is, you know, um, accepting donations and any personal protective equipment. Um, we've had a number of folks reach out to us um, that we have set up an email address, which is uh, COVID nineteen donations at butlerhealthsystem dot org. Um, for people who are interested in donating directly. um, And uh, the uh, materials management folks run that and can help facilitate anybody who wants to donate to the health system.
1: And we'll put these uh, email addresses and phone numbers in the details of the episode so that they're there for the listeners to go ahead and use as well uh, if needed. Very
0: much appreciated.
1: And I believe you've already slightly answered this, but do you feel prepared if a larger outbreak would occur in the Butler area?
0: Well, I'll tell you, you know, in looking and having worked in other health systems and, um, you know, I I would say Butler Health System has been, um, you know, setting the pace that a lot of other health systems have looked at. We were, um, you know, one of the first ones to understand the idea of restricting visitation here. Uh, We were on the forefront of saying, okay, let's, you know suspend elective procedures if people can put off their procedure it doesn't need to be done uh, immediately they should you know in consult with their physician make that decision to push it down the road a little bit uh, we're as prepared as anyone can be for this um, you know there's a lot of scary stuff i know folks have seen what's going on in new york city new orleans um you know italy and elsewhere and we're doing all we can to be prepared um, and i feel very comfortable with the the efforts of the staff we have physicians and nurses and advanced practice providers who've stepped up to say, you know, usually I do this, but I'm here for the health system and the community, and, you know, I'm willing to do that, and so, you know, I do think we're prepared.
1: Anything that we might not have discussed today that you would like the public to know, and uh, please share your thoughts as we greatly appreciate this.
0: Yeah, I, I think that, you know, the testing opportunities, It's really, you know. Um, Something that we continue to struggle a bit with, we want to make sure that we're testing people appropriately. Um, you know, this really is a an issue with you know um, supply and demand. The demand for these tests um, is is very high, and the supply to get these tests is nowhere near able to meet that demand. So we're really asking the community to have you know a bit of patience as we we go through this and work through this. Uh, we're working as hard as we can to get these tests processed as quickly as we can and get the the information back out to the physicians, uh, the nurse practitioners and physician assistants who are taking care of these patients. Um, And certainly we want the people in the community to know whether they're testing positive or negative. Um, And we actually, you know, we're one of the first organizations to stand up our sampling site in an open air facility um, and be able to support the community with, uh, you know, testing to give them an idea of whether they were positive. What I said early on was if you never look for it, you'll never find it. And, you know, so once we started to look for it and finding it, so, you know, the, the patience and support of, you know, the clinicians as they continue to work through this um, would be greatly appreciated.
1: Well, once again, I want to thank you for taking your time out of your schedule to be with us today and for everything you're doing to help those in need of care. Thank you. For Armstrong in the Loop podcast, I'm Seth Prentice, keeping you in the loop. join Armstrong in the Loop podcast, great news. All past and current episodes are available on popular streaming apps and websites. Search Armstrong in the Loop podcast and subscribe today. When it comes to internet service, you get it all with Zoom from Armstrong. There's unlimited data for unlimited downloads, low latency for seamless streaming and gaming, plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat. Find out for yourself. Go to armstrongonewire.com slash zoom and get high-speed internet for as low as $34.95 a month. No contracts, no hidden fees. Just internet made easy. That's Zoom Internet from Armstrong.